First of all, are you okay? It feels very strange sitting in front of you out without Fifey. And I imagine you're feeling a lot like I am. Shaken, troubled, worried for the well-being of all sides going on. And full of questions. You, me, and everyone at Force Rush In gave all of our love to someone that means a lot to us. But they got to a point in which he had to step away from Force Rush In. For one evening, as he'll be back next week, as I'm only filling in for tonight. So let's get the show on the road. The Fools are in for a surprise. So before we get them on, let's roll those titles. Take my hands. Take my whole life too. But I can So just to clear everything up, Fifey has not left Force Rush in. I am only filling in for tonight, but um, we have got a massive show on the road, which you guys will not want to miss. And we have some fools ready who are waiting to come on. But also we've got a couple of latecomers that will also be joining us for the game a little bit later on. But without further ado, let's introduce a couple of the fools um, that will be starting off the show. So let's welcome uh, Big Time Ben. Easy Rich, how you doing today? Not too bad mate, how are you? Mate, I'm marvellous today, I'm pretty good, the sun is out, it's been a good day And can I also offer your congratulations on your new role on this morning mate, absolutely fantastic, <laughs> buzzing for you Mate, I mean, somebody had to uh, had to take place of, um, of that person, but you know, less said about the better You know, I, I'm, I'm very some... proud to be given the role but it's 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 one of those ones, you know, and I'll do my absolute best to uh, to deliver it daily to everybody around the world. So, you know, uh, thanks so much, mate. It means a lot. No worries, mate. No worries. Well, you got some very dark, sinister shoes to fill. So there you go. <laughs> and on that, the less about that, the better. 
And uh, let's bring on our other fool this evening. I've just noticed that you're both wearing the same shirt. So um, let's bring uh, Nick on. Nick, welcome to the welcome yeah. to the show. Hi, Rich. Absolute class, man. I'm wearing, as you said, my white shirt for my inner Holly, Holly Willoughby. Um, just to go along with with the uh, with the session, uh, settees in the background. We're all ready to go. So I'm okay. I hope it's... you're okay. I hope Ben's okay, and the rest of the fools that seem to be suffering because they're not here. So to all you guys, let's just hope you're all okay and life is good. I clearly didn't get the memo of the background. <laughs> 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 You're coming from us from uh, via sal uh, satellite, so uh, via yeah. the cellar. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I had hair, I'd I'd put talcum powder in it. But you know, <laughs> I don't need to do that. Hey, <laughs> don't need to do that, mate. <laughs> so, boys, like I say, we've got a couple of bit of business to deal with before we go into the game, and hopefully by that point we'll have the other two fools on because they're a massive part of the game, um, which you guys still don't know about. True. So everybody, no, not a clue, not a clue what's happening tonight. Literally winging it. Everybody is going to find out at the same time of what the main man Fifey has got planned for us. Now I said Fifey wasn't going to be here tonight. In fact, actually he will be. But uh, we'll discuss that a little bit later on, as you will find out. But first, okay. boys, let's talk about um, our preseason schedule. So keeping it within Swindon Town, our preseason schedule, we've got uh, a few fixtures lined up. We've got uh, Supermarine, uh, Melksham, uh, Hereford, Bristol City behind closed doors, uh, Eastleigh, and our last home game, uh, our, our last preseason game, which is actually at home at the county ground, which is uh, Plymouth Argyle. Um, so obviously we knew about all the away fixtures pretty much before that. But uh, let's talk about Plymouth, um, you know, uh, home game just a week before the season starts. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Ben, I'll start with you. Uh, Plymouth Championship Club. Um should get a decent crowd and they'll probably take quite a few up. Uh, it's, it's still like a Premier League club, though, wouldn't you? A proper start, you know, something like that. But uh, I suppose Plymouth would do. Um, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, it's your bog standard last game of pre-season home game. Um, let's just hope we've got a side that's equipped to start on League One. This not League One, could promote us then, in League Two this time because uh, we... Uh, <laughs> We were we we were nowhere near close to ready twelve months ago. So let's hope we're in better shape this time. Definitely. And on that note, we do have another fool joining us now. Um, please welcome Craig onto the pod. How are you doing, Craig? Yeah. Evening, guys. Yeah, e evening, Rich. Um, good to be back. It's been a while, but yeah, yeah. Um, oh, sorry, I'm I'm late. I was out transforming travel. I'm afraid. Um, but um, I did manage to catch your intro, mate. Very done. I thought you was very brave. I, I think I can speak on behalf of all of us that um, we're all really proud of you and you have our full support, mate. <laughs> Thank you, mate. I really appreciate that. One thing I got and I just noticed, mate, are you growing out the beard at all? No, no. My, my head's just upside down. That's all it is. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I had to ask, mate. I had to ask. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I am. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm lazy anyway, which is why I've always kind of had a beard. But I've, I've, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I've, I've literally grown attached to it. Funnily enough, so yeah, yeah, it's going all right. Yeah, I'm the only one. Um, Vicky, uh, Vicky. It's going to say, is the missus attached to you? Is uh, Mrs. Craig attached to it? Yeah. Well, she she said she said, and and in her words, she said it's like kissing a brush. So even oh. even better reason for me to carry on growing it. I think. Oh, oh basil brush, boom boom. Basil <laughs> brush. Yeah. We, we were just talking, Craig, just before you came on, uh, just before we started today, and um, Ben was just talking about a few midlife crises as he's going. He's back in the gym. Uh, he's um. He, what else was it, Ben? You were saying. Oh, well, a diet and everything. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm like brown rice and like no ketchup. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> oh, 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 chicken. Oh, 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 <laughs> no, no brown rice no, and, and chicken. Um, plus, I'm, I've set up the gym now. So like, I, I was on my first. I, I did the induction yesterday with a personal trainer. First one today, which was proper full on. Back in again tomorrow. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to sort myself out. Boys, it seems like we're all. Boys, it seems like we're all getting in shape, you know. In t- in terms of, uh, it, it should be like fools rush to the gym. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, to yeah. The gym. <laughs> steady on, steady on, Rich. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Carry on gymming with fools. But, um, <laughs> Nick, uh, Nick gets his exercise from lifting his wine glass. That's enough for. Yeah, yeah that's enough. Yeah, I don't. Because I've started. Sorry, mate. Is that the midlife crisis then, is it? Oh, I, I had my midlife crisis about 10 years ago, mate, but that's another story. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm, but I mean, yeah, I've, I've been running the last couple of months, as you guys you guys know, and everything. I've been running on and off for, for years, and I did the Swindon Half Marathon many, many moons ago. And um, yeah, it's just it's just good to get back in shape. It's good for the mind, obviously good for the body as as, as well. And I always feel yeah. better when I, when I am relatively fit. And as Ben might testify when when you get into your 40s and you're out of breath just playing with your kids and stuff it's not not good really you you want to be you want to be no. fit and sort of you know have, have a good um you know and, and sort of go into middle age relative you know without having to uh take breath just for walking up the stairs or something like that so so yeah but yeah no it's good I, i'm enjoying it and it's, it's good because sort of like when people do that it inspires other people i was inspired by a, a guy at work who was running going to the gym and stuff like that and it's just it's just given me the motivation to do it and you know and, and everyone's got their own motivations and all but it's um yeah it's, it's always a good thing and i mean i'm speaking to you rich you're you know you're super fit anyway aren't you mate so they and you go to the gym don't you so yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it's, it's true yeah i know absolutely no it's good um oh no brilliant oh yeah that's what i was just getting at really was uh, in terms of midlife crisis but no fair dues no it's really good though boys really really good to hear that um just we were just talking just before you came on craig about the uh pre-season schedule um so uh ben obviously gave us um his view on on it um nick just coming to you very quickly um what, what what your view what's your view yeah um well, just before i talk about that we're on about fitness and midlife crisis mine's a late night late life crisis and about bloody midlife midlife <laughs> can't oh. get it out and uh i do do a bit of exercise i do mid ten thousand steps a day with a dog bit of aqua aerobics because because right, so. the knees are knackered so uh that 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 keeps me going 
but I do supplement it with a few glasses of wine at the weekend. So all is all is good. You have to, you have to keep that going. So, yeah, with regard to pre-season, I, I think it's quite a decent schedule, to be fair. Uh, Plymouth will be a good game. I've, I've got uh, tickets from Elksham. I haven't been there before. So I'm going to do that game, uh, which will be a you know fairish trek from where I live. So yeah. hopefully it'll be a worthwhile game and we see it's some nice new faces. It's a nice um, yeah, and Plymouth... Yeah, it's probably a, probably a good fixture. I mean, I think gone are the days of getting Premiership sides there all on pre-season tours, you know, all across the world. So even if you had a, a Premiership side, it would be a youth team anyway, So which would be pretty much a waste of time. So, yeah, Plymouth, good side. Um, they've got promotion. So, uh, you know, they'll want to put a good performance on. And I think it'll be a good test and see where we are for the start of the season. So looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Um, Craig, what, what's your view on the um, Plymouth game? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a you know, it's a good, um, good um, sort of um, warm up for for the uh, for the first game of the season. I think schedule in, in general looks okay. Um, I don't know how many games we normally play in a pre-season. I'd have liked to have seen us play more, especially against teams that are a bit a bit better than what we've we've got. I know we have got our obligations, obviously, to. <clears throat> and Swindon Supermarine, and that's 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 absolutely absolutely fine. Um, so yeah, may, maybe one more, probably you know, against a, a, an EFL team. But, yeah, you know, I, know, I know we've got the behind closed door game against yeah. Bristol City as well, but that's I, the I, same day as we've got Hereford as well. So I don't know what sort of it'll be yeah. a split team of both, isn't it? So yeah, yeah ex- ex- exactly. So I, 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 could, I, I think. You know, maybe one more game against an EFL team, but I'm not. I, I haven't got too much, you know, you know, too much stock in it. To, to be honest, um, like Nick, I'm going to look to get to the Melksham game as well. I, I don't normally do preseason games, but I want to see if you know if we've got a load of new players in or even trialists. It'll be quite good to sort of see, you know, like like what Woody did last last se- season. I think it was Melksham, wasn't it? And he mm-hmm. he basically mm-hmm. said that um, that Ronan Darcy looked shit and that uh Wakelin looked like a player so so yeah so I, I would like to to get down to um to, to Melksham but but yeah other than that I think it's a decent pre-season um you know it looks like we're doing it better than last season and um mm. the boards and Rob and Clem have said that they're listening to the fans and they're going to learn from last season's lessons so so I hope so that looks like that is the case with the um with the pre-season schedule and um which, I, which I'm, I'm, I'm yet to see, to be fair, yet, Craig, um, them listening to the fans, because what we wanted was uh, players in early. Oh, yeah, and, of course. Um, yeah. It seems as if clubs are already uh, doing the business, and um, we're just standing there, looking pretty, trying to look pretty, which, like, if we're going by last season's, uh, it certainly wasn't pretty. But, you know, I, th- I think we're just still hanging in there at the moment, uh, which is a little bit worrying. But like you say, I mean, once we get preseason started, once we get a few trialists maybe in and the games get going, it'll be interesting. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll be going to the Supermarine game because I can't make any of the others apart from Eastley, which I'll also be doing. But I can't make any of the others, which is a shame. Um and uh, you know, yeah, I, th- I think Plymouth is. Um, I-, I think it's a-, a good fixture for us. I think it would be a-, a a really, you know, it'd be a good test. It'd be like when we had Cardiff, because we had Cardiff as our home game last season, and um, that really did show us a lot of our weaknesses going into the first game of the season. And it was something that I don't think we quite built on. So I think it's important that 
we get a few good. Uh, we should be beating the teams that we're playing. So like Supermarine, uh, Melksham, um, Hereford, and all that kind of stuff. We should be beating all of them. We know that's not how preseason goes, but uh, needs to give me a little bit of confidence going into the first game of the season. And um, yeah, and I think I think I think we'll we're waiting to see that. So. I've got to be honest. I've got to be honest with you, Rich. I, I don't care if, if we lose all our preseason games. I, I, I'm just looking at how, how we how we play mm-hmm. and everything. I, I'm not too first. If you know, all right. If we lost all of them, that might be a bit concerning. But if we mm-hmm. lost like mm-hmm. one of the three against Chal- uh, not Chalham, against Corsham, Melksham, or or Supermarine, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You know, you know, lose, you know, lose any sleep over it. Um, it's it's more against. Obviously, teams against Plymouth, Bristol City, which obviously we won't see, and to a certain extent, yeah. um, uh, Hereford and is it Woking the other game? Oh yeah, Woking. Yeah, Woking. Yeah. We've got who, who are national? Yeah, they're national league, aren't they? So it's a, yeah. yeah I, I'd be more. Um, I, I want to see how we play against those, those teams. They, those will be the, the truer mm. tests than against um, against teams like Malcham and, um, and and Corsham. So yeah, yeah for me, not be on and then door. Sure. Well. I can say we can complete the lineup now, guys. Okay, we have got um, Woody joining us. So, how you doing, Woody? All right, lads. How we doing? Woody. Hi, Woody. I was seeing my dad for the first time in what seems to be three months, which he told me twice oh. whilst I was oh. over there. <laughs> so, <laughs> did you not? Did you not tell him you had an important meeting at full set? Well, I did say. I did say. I said, "Oh, we better go." Um, I didn't say the reason originally. I just went, "Oh, we better go." Um, in a minute, um, and then and then it got later on. I went, we better go because I've got podcasts recording tonight. And then they decided to take the piss out of me for pretending I'm famous. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean pretending? Yeah. You are famous. Well, that's what I said. That's what I said. I said twenty <laughs> twenty years I've been coaching and nobody knows me. I said two years on the podcast and I'm like fucking James Milner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Um, we were just talking about the uh, preseason uh, schedule, Woody. Um, obviously, Plymouth was our last game that was confirmed um, mm-hmm. earlier this week. Um, what, what's your what's your uh, view on the on the whole lineup? Uh, well, to be fair, I'm just glad we got it done early more than anything. Um, you know, it's good to have the preseason friendlies lined up before we head back to training. Um, yeah, I mean. Friendlies are neither here nor there for me, to be totally honest. I don't. I'm actually one of those that doesn't really want Premiership teams coming to the counting ground and spanking us. Um, so you know, I'm quite happy that we finish with Plymouth, who who will be a decent side to finish off against. Hopefully, as long as Flynn signings be made and he knows what his starting eleven is, that's what I'd expect to start against Plymouth. Um, we've got the usuals, haven't we? The Malkshams, the Supermarines, and the Eastley. We've got as well again. Um, Hereford, we're taking at the same time we play Bristol City, aren't we? Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm I'm happy with it. It's the, for me, same way I do with my coaching. I don't care about results. It's 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 a fitness regime for for them really. Um, obviously, if we get if we lose to lose all our friendlies, then that's probably a bit of a concern because of the mentality. But um, I think as long as you know, even if it's even if it's like close one nil wins, two nil wins. You know, it's it's about getting that mentality and getting the momentum, and you know, not hope. I'm hoping that come the second, third friendly, that we know who our squad is, 
Um, you know, we I'm hoping, you know, the third, fourth friendly, we, we won't be having too many of the trialist family um running out for us. So <laughs> Yeah, um, we're going to otherwise, yeah. <laughs> otherwise if if that does happen, I think that's another failed preseason, unfortunately. Um I think we need I think we if you look at the pre-seasons that teams above us did last year, they were playing their starting eleven in their last kind of two, three friendlies. So I think we mm. need that. Flynn needs that um, as well. So, mm. But it's Swindon. It's Swindon. So we'll probably be playing a load of trialists for the first fight. We'll probably play a load of trialists against Plymouth. Um, so yeah, This is the thing, though. I think also with Plymouth, I think um, we should be known, really, we should have an idea as to what team should be uh, it, well, what lineup Flynn's going to put out uh, that first game of the season? Because I think the yeah. season starts the week after, after the yeah. Game, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, it does. First week of, yeah. first week of and, and I think, I think for me as well, preseason is almost more about the small clubs. To be fair, it's a good, it's a good ticket. Yeah. It's a good money money earner for Malksham. Even for Swindon Supermarine, it's a good money earner for them. And uh, I mean, obviously, Craig's of the same view. But my, you know, my opinion on non-league clubs, I, you know, it's. I want them to do well. Like us having a friendly at home to Manchester United or something isn't gonna isn't gonna rake in a load of cash. So it's pointless. Right. We're gonna get we'll get spanked by their under twenty threes and uh, and we we make a small amount of cash. So I'd rather I'd rather go away to a Swindon Supermarine or away to a Malksham at the start of pre season and and play those. Um, and then I think Plymouth's a good one to finish on. I generally think Plymouth yeah. is a good one to finish on. Yeah, I mean, they had a great end to the season last season, obviously got promoted and everything like that. So I think they'll be obviously well up for trying to stay in the championship next season. Maybe more, maybe maybe their their ambitions might be uh, even more. So that'd be good. But I completely agree with you, mate. I think, uh, I, do you know what? The one uh, non-league ground I love going to is Hungerford, which is a shame that we haven't got them this year. Um, and we didn't actually have them last year. The last year we, the last year we had them was um, during the COVID year, or 2021. Uh, when Clem took over, uh, when myself, you, Craig, and Joe uh, met yeah. up, so that 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 was a great that was a great evening. That so, um, yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, I like I love that ground, but again, like you say, yeah, we've got plenty of non-league grounds to go to. So, um, Hereford obviously being a new one, so um, that should be uh, that should be quite good. Um, just moving on now, guys. Uh, we'll move on, and uh, before we get on to the game, obviously, none of you still know uh what's going on in the game so you're all sort of um waiting to to find out what that is but before we do that there is actually a big game tomorrow um and uh, it would be rude not to sort of preview it very quickly so we have got the uefa champions league preview um so inter milan versus manchester city um ben Will you be watching? And what do you think uh, will happen in that game? <clears throat> yeah, um, I, I I will be watching on my phone because it's on BT. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think I think going the t- one or two ways, obviously. <laughs> but with Inter Milan, I think their best route is probably to shit house their way through. Um, I don't think they can out football City and take one man for man and go, uh, you know, go toe to them because they'll just get thrashed. But if they can survive the first half an hour and frustrate them and do what the Italians do best, which is throw the game down, shit house, and influence the referee and do their thing, then there's no reason why they can't get a one nil. Um, but if Man City score first from the half first half an hour, we could be looking at a three four nil, a comfortable win. 
yeah. so I think, yeah, I, I think the first goals are important, and I think the first half an hour is vital to Inter. Personally. Definitely. And Nick, is this Man City's to lose? I mean, they're the mega favourites going into this game. You know, obviously they've had an absolute blinding season. They've obviously won the double so far. They want to win the treble. You know, this is this is theirs, isn't it? Surely, but even before a ball is kicked, surely that's theirs. That's what everybody says, but obviously they're clear favourites. But as we all know, football doesn't always work like that. And when you've seen it time and time again, the only worry is <clears throat> that they're playing an Italian side. And, and we all know what Italian sides can do. You know, as Ben said, shithouse, frustrate, niggling tackles, influence of the referee, uh, you know, all the things that they're good at. But um, I think that the first goal is, is absolutely critical. If City get it early, yeah, they can do to them what they did to Real Madrid. Um, and Haaland hasn't scored for a few games, so he's due a couple of goals. So, uh, you know, if, if he gets on the end of it, you, you can see them absolutely flying. Um, and I know that there, there are some people that don't want them to win, um, but I will always support an English team in Europe. Um, I want them to do it. And then, then then all the debates and all the stuff can go around. Are they better than Man United that won it? Who's the best team City? You can't compare the two. Different times, Man United were absolute shite in the final, but somehow they won it. So it's not always the best footballing team that wins. And that's probably the worry for Man City. They are by far going to be the best footballing team best footballing teams don't always win games. So that would be the only concern. But I think with somebody like Pep, um, hopefully he's learned from previous finals where he's tinkered with a team and probably overthought it. If he sticks with the side that, that uh, won the FA Cup, he ain't going to be far away. So, yeah. Um, come on, City. It's, and now I've, I've discovered late in the day that it's live on YouTube and you don't have to be a BT Sports subscriber. Oh, Great, I can watch it. Not. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, so it's, on, it's on YouTube. Yeah, which is uh, cracking. Oh, is it? I did not know that. Oh, there you are, Ben. It watch TV. it on YouTube, mate. You're sorted. Yeah. Um, well, as as Nick alluded to, um, obviously some pe uh, people not wanting City to win. Um, <laughs> I, I I am one of those people, but. Um, <laughs> Craig, um, Nick also alluded to the fact about Italian clubs obviously being very persuasive, as we've seen in a couple of these um, European finals, but it hasn't been all plain sailing and hasn't always gone their way. So, Roma, Italian club, bottling the Europa, Europa League. Uh, Fiorentina, bottling the Europa Conference League. Will Lightning strike a third time or will they win it? Yeah, that's a, that's a fair point, actually. Yeah, yeah, hat trick of Italian um, losers. That's um, that'd be quite quite summer if if we could if we if Man City could finish that off. I'm pretty much of the same opinion as as Nick. I'll always support an English team in Europe, um, e even if Oxford were in Europe. I'd want them to win it. As sim simple as that. Um, I, I mean, my 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 dad's a, a Leeds United fan, and um, I remember when Man United first got into Europe when English teams were allowed back into Europe after the whole hooliganism thing of the mid to late 80s. And when Mark Hughes scored, I think it was the winner against Barcelona, um, my dad jumped for joy. He, he, you know, he, he went, woohoo, you know, and he, he's a Leeds United fan, a massive Leeds United fan who hates Man U. 
Uh, but he, you know, he's he said the same thing. You know, I always support an English team in in, um, in in Europe. So, and it will also be nice if Man City do the treble, and then that that can take um, that can take the um, sort of um, Man United's bragging rights of being the only English team that's won a treble. So, so that that that'll be even even better. Um, I'm not gonna <clears throat> I'm not gonna watch it because I'm, I'm working tomorrow. So I hope Man City win. But if they don't, I'm I'm not gonna. I'm not going to cry about it. Yeah, and Woody, is is this if City did win it tomorrow, would this be the greatest team that has won a Champions League final? Um, no, oh, I don't know. The word "greatest" can be misinterpreted. I think because, as Nick said earlier, it's kind of depend on the times. I mean, as he as he rightly mentioned, the nineteen ninety nine. Um, Man United team, they weren't they played they were shite in that final, they were dreadful. But that's what good teams do. They can play really crap and still win the game and find a way to win the game. Uh, you know, they had Alex Ferguson at the helm who knew who is, you know, Pep Guardiola is admitted he looks up to Alex Ferguson despite being at Man City, you know. So um yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm the same as Craig. I, I don't know, maybe I'm on the edge of the generational thing, but I, I, I seem to find that it's only, with all due respect, Rich, kind of your generation that yeah. don't support the English teams in the, you know, don't support mm. the English teams. And, and I, I kind of get that because there is a bit of a, um, I guess there's a lot more international involvement for, for clubs now. Um, so it probably has more of a an impact on, on your opinions. But um Although I am worried that the ma- that you're going to get hunted down by some mafia for calling them into Milan, um, because we know they're not called that anymore. Um, <laughs> but the, um, oh, yeah. the uh, no, no, it's internationale. Internationale. I will. I will be. Hope. I, will, I plan to watch it tomorrow. Obviously, the weather's meant to be quite decent tomorrow, so it depends uh, hmm. what happens. But um, I do plan to watch it tomorrow. Um, I'll be. I'll be supporting Man City. Um, we've got English interest in Man City as well, bearing in mind with with Grealishes and the Fodens and um, John Stones and things like that. So it's not like we haven't. It's not like some teams that will get to the final and not play as an English club and not play a single English player. You know, it's um, it's not it's not like that side of it. So um, yeah, and I just I, I fucking hate Inter as well. So yeah. it's um, I'm not a big fan of most of the <laughs> Italian teams to be fair because they've never. They seem to never, apart from Juventus, for a certain style, but they change their style, but then they're corrupt. So they kind of could change their style all they wanted. <laughs> so it's, um, yeah, but I'll be, I'll be cheering on Man City tomorrow. I want them to win. Um, and I'm a big, massive Pep Guardiola fan, so I want to do it for him as well. I think he deserves, I think if there's anybody now that deserves to win the treble, although didn't Liverpool claim they won the treble or something because... They won the FIFA Club World, whatever it was called. Oh, but yeah, where you're, where you're co- where you're competing against Europe and then, uh, the, Ameri- and then yeah. the American equivalent, and then you're playing a load of the, teams from Africa or something. Yeah, I hope they do. I hope they do. Um, was it, was that Liver- was that Liverpool whinging? You can't be serious, can you? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's it's a wine, Nick. They, oh, they, what? Of course it is. Uh, it's the wrong. It's it's the wrong kind of wine. Yeah. I might I might even put a cheeky I might even put a cheeky bet on the game tomorrow just to give it that little bit a little bit of an edge for tomorrow's game. <laughs> well, uh, just uh, sticking with the Champions League, obviously. 
Eng- uh, an English club beat an Italian side, obviously, on Wednesday. West Ham, fantastic result for them. Absolutely brilliant. brilliant. So, so far, English clubs have got the bragging rights, even though the Italian teams have had have been in more finals this year, uh, European finals this year. Um, English clubs so far have got the bragging rights over the Italian clubs. So, I'm going to go around and do a prediction now. Is England going to be 2-0? Or... Are Italy going to get a result and uh, make it a draw? So, Ben, who's going to win tomorrow? Inter uh, or Man City? And what's three the nil Man City? Three nil Man City. Man City will get the goal in the first half an hour. They'll go three up and then by sixty minutes and just see the game out. Okay, Nick. Yeah. I'll... I don't think we're going to be far off of that. I would have said three, but as Ben's already bragged it, I'll, I'll say two nil to City. Can't can't see it being any other way. To be fair, okay, Craig. Um, I think it'll be a bit closer. I'm I'm, I'm going to go two nil. Great, and Woody. Uh, so the record at the moment, I think for Champions League final is four nil, wasn't it? Um, so I think yeah. City are going to win five nil, and they're going to break the record. Wow. Ooh, we're gonna absolutely get a bet on Woody. It. Get the bet on. <laughs> Go on. What what, what um, score, Woody? Five, six, seven? <laughs> yeah, five. I'll take five. I ain't going I'm not stupid. Twelve nil. I'm gonna I think it'll be I think it'll be close. I think Oh, it's a tough one. I'm gonna do you know what? Actually, I'm going to say City are going to win. Actually, I am actually. Although I don't want them to win, I I just can't see them not winning now. Uh, so I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say City two 0 um, It's hard I, to pass. Yeah, I I don't I don't see into scoring tomorrow. Um, but uh, I mean, again, they've been obviously planning this game for a while now. So as well, so uh, it'll be anybody's game really. Um, I don't think their strikers, I mean, you look at their two strikers, obviously Lukaku and Dzeko uh, compared to um, uh, Haaland. I mean, nothing really just comes Harland. out of the mirror. <laughs> uh, Harland, Harland, Compare uh, their two strikers uh, just to Haaland. <laughs> you know, Haaland, two strikers. I mean, two strikers in their prime, obviously great, Lukaku and Dzeko. But listen, they're way past their prime now. I, th- I, th- I think it's... Um, uh, I, I think if City don't win it this year, then I, d- I don't know when they're going to win it. So Sean reckons it's going to be five nil as well, Woody. So uh, you've got somebody there that's got your back. Um, but yeah, no, enjoy enjoy the final tomorrow, boys. Should be a good one. And as Woody said as well, uh, the weather should be really really nice. So perfect weather, perfect timing for the Champions League final. Right then, boys. Um- just Go before on, we Rich. do the game, Rich, if I could, because I, I didn't do it on Friday because I didn't know if it was public, just want to say a massive congratulations and well done to former Swindon women's under-16 keeper Robin Cullen. Oh, yes. Um, I know I know a few of her friends and that, and I think her dad's watched this one or two times. She might actually be on soon as well, but uh, obviously last week she confirmed that she's been offered a contract, an actual two-year contract, I think, with Chelsea um under 18s um okay. so training with the training with the propers um you know so it's um just a massive well done to her and good luck for next season uh, for next season um when she's going to be playing in the wsl academy league and um, nice. so yeah wow. massive well that's, done 
That's an absolute fantastic achievement and a massive congratulations to Robin. I mean, that is just absolutely unbelievable. Uh, obviously, myself and Woody went to see um, the actual first team, Chelsea first team, uh, last their last game of the season. And we could just see a, an amazing setup that uh, Chelsea have got there. And um, obviously, to be able to get into the academy of one of the best teams in the world um, for, for, for the women um, is just absolutely fantastic. So uh, a massive, massive congratulations to Robin. I mean, she learned from the best, obviously, Woody. So, um, you know. <laughs> day. <laughs> but um, no, absolutely fantastic. Um, uh, congratulations to Robin. And um, we look forward to hopefully having her um, come on to the podcast at some point in the near future. So uh, big congratulations to Robin there. Um, and thank you for that, Woody. Absolutely fantastic. Um, now then, boys, are you ready? No. No, I said, are you ready? No. <laughs> it's everybody's favourite. Everybody's favourite game, except for mine. Oh no. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Right, here we go. Oh. Defend the indefensible. Yes, you read it right. It is defend the indefensible, absolutely. And I said earlier in the program that um we did have a special guest uh as well. Uh he hasn't fully left us for the evening. Uh he wasn't gonna let me do this on my own without him actually uh given me a little bit of uh you know looking after so uh let's hear it from him now so here he is apologies i'm not there with you tonight gents uh but by the time you watch this i will already be a fair few what's he doing accepting an award deep and out it's somewhere in nottingham um, but I hope you've had a great week. Uh, I hope everyone watching along has also had a great week and you're looking forward to tonight's episode. Uh, apologies, I've kept it in a bit of mystery for you, but I thought it was a bit more fun uh, because tonight we are bringing back something you guys have been waiting for. Um, it is the return of Defend the Indefensible. But this time we are going big. Not one, but four rounds for each of you. We're doing a round on STFC last season. We're doing a round on generic STFC, generic football, and then we conclude with the ultimate round, the head-to-head -head round, where each of you will be picking a category. It doesn't even have to be football. It can be absolutely anything. But each of you will be picking a category for someone else on the panel to defend. Uh, the rules were simple. Um, you get 60 to 90 seconds each to defend each one, and then whatever you guys have come up with, I'm sure there'll be a discussion at the end. Uh, hope you all have a great night. I'll see you again on Monday. But for now, bye. So, right. So he's basically telling us to prep in 25 seconds. Five feet usual. He loves dropless in it. Yeah. yeah so... I, thought he, I thought he was taking an award at first. <laughs> <laughs> I I sent him a message as soon as I watched that first video. Uh I was like, Oh Jesus, this is literally my worst nightmare. Uh and if I'd known that this was gonna be it, I would not be on tonight. So uh, <laughs> that's why he's kept it stum. Yeah, unfortunately he's completely dro dropped me in it as well, and I'm the host. 
So, Rich, um, for those, I don't even get a, uh, I don't even get a free pass for this. Because, because we haven't done defend the indefensible. Um, I'll probably it might be best to explain it. You know what, what, what it is. It's something that we nicked off of. Um, um, oh, what's it called? Fucking um, fighting talk with Colin Murray yeah. on Radio Five. And basically, you're given a subject that you would normally disagree with and wouldn't agree with at all. But not only have, have you got to agree with it, you've got to explain why in the time frame given. So when we did this earlier, we were we, we were just basically, well, it was mainly me that was coming up with them and I was stitching <laughs> up. Like like Woody, for example, was was a rant against um, women's football being rubbish and stuff like that. And, and yeah, lo- loads of things like that. And I think I managed to get um, five feet to turn around and say that he, he'd rather support... Um, Oxford or, or something like that. Um, yeah, so it's, um, yeah. it's it's that that's the sort of um, sort of shit of defend the indefensible. It, it's um, it's going to be interesting, I think. Yeah, I, I I've been dreading it since I found out at eight o'clock uh, uh, this evening. I was just like, oh no, no, not for me this. But let, let, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Like I say, uh, Five has got um, some things. Uh, already laid out for us so he's already laid out the um what we've got to defend uh so let's hear back from him now so round one is all about swindon town last season and guys i'm sure you're all going to find this really easy because we were all in such agreement about everything uh for the season that's just finished uh rich i would like you to defend the fact that the fans get too much stick um when really the county ground, the atmosphere has been buzzing all year and uh, the ground is rocking. Craig, for you, a uh, straightforward enough one, and that is that Sandra D. McKayley got a very rough ride. And when you think about it, he actually did a very, very good job. Uh, Woody, as for you, we know how much you love Jacob Wakelid. So it's only right that you put the record straight and say that once he'd signed his contract, he wasn't really very good. Nick, uh, you you did many games home and away, and, and one in particular kept cropping up. So I'd like you to explain to everyone why the Gillingham game wasn't actually as bad as people say it was. And Ben, there was only ever going to be one for you. Uh, very straightforward. I want you to explain to everyone why they should be putting respect on the name of Scott Lindsay, because you believe that he single-handedly kept us up. Good luck, guys. Well then, boys. <laughs> Did we all get that? Yeah. Do we all know what we're... What yeah. We've got, what we've yeah. So, why do I always get the complicated ones? I, I, It's just... Oh, it feels like riddles to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, honestly, it's, it's just... Yeah. Rich, you, you just got to do what you really think, but the opposite of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, but like... it. All he had to say was, uh, Rich, you just got to defend how the, the, the county ground was buzzing last year. I was like, ah, oh. I was just like, don't give me an analogy before that. Uh, my head just goes like. <laughs> well, you yeah. can go last then, mate, can't you? I, I will yeah. go last. Mate. I will go last. Um, just uh, a couple of comments coming in. <laughs> 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 oh, that might happen later. 
that's where we're going to have a non-football defending. Oh, five feet will love that one. Five feet oh, will love that yeah. one. Oh, <laughs> Where's boy. Ned when you need him? Yes. <laughs> <Where is> he? <laughs> AC top class up. So. Mm. Oh. <laughs> um, right then, who wants to kick off then? So how long how long are we going to give each other? Should we give each other what thirty seconds or is that too short? Probably. No, no, well, yeah, roughly in that, year, in that, just yeah, in around that. that. Yeah, yeah, between 30 I mean, and 60. Ben, ben will probably go on for about two, three minutes. But, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, obviously... You've got 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> right. Okay. Who wants to kick off then? I will. Go on then, Craig. Go on. Sandro D. McKaylee. Why was he so good? Sandro. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, Sandro D. D. McKelly. I mean, who wouldn't trust somebody who's called Sandro in the first place? I mean, come, come on. He, 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 the stick he got off the fans was totally out of order. It was. I mean, you know, he, he worked for Sky Bet for Christ's sake. Obviously, he knew his stuff. He, he's at a club called Swindon Town. Why wouldn't we just give him everything to do? Make sure that he's got full control over recruitment and the finances. It's not like he's going to mess up putting VAT on on top of um, agents fees and transfer fees and things like that, is it? So, so come on, he, he's good with numbers, isn't he? He used to work for Sky Bet. So, so yeah, I think it was well out of order. He brought in some quality players that we can sell on for like 10, 20, maybe even thirty thousand pounds a pop. So yeah, I am absolutely delighted. <laughs> He came in, and I think it's the travesty of justice that that we got rid of him when when we did. Love it, Craig. Whatever. I thought you were going to say twenty or thirty pounds. Million. <laughs> oh, yeah, I probably only did it then, did I? But yeah. Um, I don't mind. Well, this. Well, I'll lead on from Craig. 10K. 10K. We ain't getting 10 quid for fucking Jacob Wakelin when we try to sell him on for fuck's sake. But I'll tell you, I saw him at Malcolm and I thought he's fucking diabolical. We should have we should have signed Renan Darcy on the spot, not fucking Wakelin. Um, he's a, I'll tell you what. Yeah, okay, he's played a lot of games. Didn't fucking play against Hartlepool, though, did he? Didn't play against fucking Hartlepool, did he? Because he's fucking shite. He signed his contract and then only scored about three goals. Little fucker never just runs, just runs sideways. He's like a he's like a B Tech Alano fucking Brian. That's what that's what Jacob Wakeman is. He's B Tech Alano Brian. He's got no chance. But I'll tell you what, we uh, he should have gone with Sandro because he, Sandro obviously likes him well enough to sell him on at wherever Sandro's going to be next, Nuneaton Town or whatever they're called. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I hope we replace him next. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, Adeloy. Adeloy is the answer to, to fucking replacing Wakelin, and then we'll be fine. <laughs> Why if he's standing up and applauding you, Zach? He agrees every word. Fuck me. That was, that was heartbreaking, boys. That was heartbreaking. Beat Brian. That was brilliant, man. Beat Brian. See, all these clips we snipped, you see, and said to I'm going to tweet him, a, him an apology now to say I'm not yes, serious. Yeah. Jakey Wakelin. <laughs> oh. um, either ben or Nick. <laughs> That's incredibly poor timing, Claire. That is. Yeah. She must have thought I, I, I'll be, I'm, I'm having an episode or something. You know, when, when, when she tuned in and praising Sandro Di Michele. Have, have, yeah. have we got the real Craig there? It's just Craig with a massive beard now. 
That's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Craig in disguise. Craig in disguise. <laughs> we look like um, twins, Craig. If we if we go like side to side on the camera like that, your hair's going that way, my hair's going the other way. Yeah. You're going the other way. <laughs> ben or Nick, would either of you like to go next or? Go on then. I'll have a go. Right. Go on then, Ben. Scott right. Lindsay, mate. Scott Lindsay, the man, the myth, the legend, the man that's Swindon through and through. If you could speak to Scott Lindsay, he would say one word. Raw! That's Scott Lindsay. <laughs> he plays a man of passion. He's a man of passion. He, he, he demands performances from his team. And he's a tactical genius. He came, um, he rolled in with his 3-5-2. And he, he tossed it away after one game because he saw it wasn't working. Even though he prepped the whole season at 3-5-2. One game it lasted. He was an absolutely genius to do that. And um, yeah, he, he, he master of a draw. You see, he lost season to offence, false insecurities. We had a really, really, really indifferent start at the start of the season. Uh, and, and it was full of positivity where we were drawing or keeping clean sheets against the mighty Gillingham. Um, you know, all these sort of powerhouses of football. He he, 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 he got that and he got that clean sheet. He got that draw. And then he was pumping his chest throughout to the fans. And he loved it. And do you know what? Even when he doesn't get a result, he's so he's so got the little tear that sheds from his eyes because he knows he knows that the team have let him down. It's not he's not let anyone down because he is super Scott Lindsay. We were lucky to have him. And my God, the where, you know, fuck the statue of Don Rogers. Let's get Scott Lindsay on the front, <laughs> roaring, punching his head. That's what we need. The gates of the county ground. Just Scott Lindsay at the front going. <laughs> Brilliant, that guy's spitting facts. Nick, do you want to go or would you like me to go first? No, I'll, I'll, I'll go because it's good timing yeah. actually. So, uh, on, following then. on from Ben, you know, Scott Lindsay was a master stroke, and we had Garner Ball but we had Lindsay Ball at Gillingham to the nth degree, how to pass the ball, how to keep possession, how not to concede, how to play 65 passes in your own penalty area. What more could you want from a team? All those fans that have travelled all those miles to sit in a shit stand, high in the air, out in the open, just to watch defender after defender forgetting, hang on, Oh, we got some attacking players. No, no, no. We'll keep the ball. And as Ben said, we'll draw the game because three draws is a win. And he was an absolute <laughs> master of that. And um, just what a what a technician. We saw Lindsay Ball to the extreme that day, and it carried on for the rest of the time he was here. Just a pity he couldn't complete it for the rest of the season. Come on, Lindsay Ball. Brilliant. We've Brilliant. got Super Scott Lindsay. Lindsay. Harassment at the back. Shit yeah. in attack. Yeah. <laughs> and just following on from Nick there, obviously uh, the away support. But what about the home support? The home support was absolutely buzzing every game. I mean, we had bloody new food stands outside the county ground, bloody Greek gyros. I mean, the pasties in and before half time. <laughs> 
Like, how good were they? Why would you not want to come to the counting ground every day, every game um, to watch Lindsay Ball? Absolutely fantastic. And then when Lindsay went, bloody Morris. I mean, we were absolutely buzzing. It was something we were always <laughs> waiting for, you know. I mean, after everything that happened with Port Vale, that was absolute crap. But we knew we were coming back this season and we were going to be amazing. And we got nothing. I mean, we, we only lost one. We didn't lose... Um, our home games for at least a few games uh, at the start of the standing ground. I mean, what more could you ask for? And the supporters really, really gave what we thought that they would do. Super Scotty Lindsay. He knows exactly what we need. Well oh, done, Rich. I didn't realise that Fifey gave you free all Scott Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is this has, turned, this has turned into a Scott Lindsay wankathon, hasn't it? So. <laughs> yeah, but he's a ledge. Oh. Oh. He's a ledge, Scott Lindsay. Someone plaster him in the background. Oh, what a man. What a man. Oh, brilliant. Right then. Oh. We're ready. <laughs> I don't know if we should all have a breather after that, because I feel, I feel as if we I'll need I'll tell you one. what, they all swam well. They all connected well, though. That was quite yeah, good. Yeah, they did. That's good. God, you'd think Fifey planned it. Yeah. 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 He didn't do. He didn't do that on purpose, Nick. He didn't. Really? What the bastard? Scott Lindsay's oh, second. Yeah. Right then, round two, boys. Ready? Off we go. So round two, we're moving into generic STFC content, and uh, again, I'm sure I've probably been too easy on you guys with these. Uh, Rich, I would like you to defend the fact that when you consider stadium infrastructure, fan base, we are in the league, we deserve to be in. Uh, as for Craig, um, we've been in league two a little while now and we've spoken about what it would take to get out of the division. Um, so I would like you to defend your opinion that after relegation, we should have kept Sheridan because he would have got us promoted. Uh, Woody, um, Maybe a slightly harder one for you, uh, but uh, I would like you to defend the fact that Blair Sturrock was in fact twice the striker that Charlie Austin has ever been for us. Um, Nick, I know you've enjoyed a couple of these in the past where people have been put on the spot with their favourite players. So I would like you to defend the fact that Don Rogers isn't even in Swindon Town's top 10 attackers of all time, never mind top 10 players. And as for you, Ben, uh, we're going back in history a little bit for your defend on this topic, and that is that the 93 playoff final was not worth it when you consider the embarrassment of the Premier League season. Happy defending, boys. So, am I the only one that didn't really get a clear one? I mean, so league infrastructure, is that why, what I think why we should be... Yeah, but the stadium and the fan base should... Lead to it's lead to right, level. right, okay. I, I, I wasn't very clear to me, so basically I, yeah. saying we deserve to, to be, be where we are, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. No, we, we, we are Tim Pot Lead to Club, yeah, yeah, all right, okay, cool. And everybody else got theirs, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yes. um, seeing as um, I seeing as Craig started off and I finished last last time, let's go back uh, the other way around, so I'll uh, I'll do my defense, okay, cool. Um, yeah, we're, we're a shitty League Two team with a shitty budget, 
with a shitty owner with a shitty CEO. <laughs> I That's mean, it. Well done, Rich. Sorry, we've thrown you. We've thrown you. Mid-table, mid, <laughs> mid League Two team, finished. Done. <laughs> there you go. Well, well done, Rich. <laughs> well done, Rich. We are Timpo. That's why he wanted to go first, because he knew it was going to be over quickly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Three. I don't mind going. Uh, oh right. yeah, yeah. Go on, Ben. Oh, sorry, I forgot you're going in reverse. Sorry, Ben. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, do you I'm mean it? Right. Okay. What's morning? Oh, morning's ninety-three, isn't it? Right. Okay. Ninety-three. Though it was a wonderful day out and a great memories, was it really worth it? Ninety-three, because since then it's been nothing but absolute shit. I often wonder <laughs> in a parallel universe if. That penalty had gone the other way, and Leicester had gone four three up, and then they'd gone, and, and they'd done it. We we wouldn't have gone through the embarrassment of the Premier League and conceding a hundred goals and just being everyone's laughing stock. Then we wouldn't have got relegated two seasons in a row and got sent down to uh, uh, sent down to the country's third tier, the first ever club to ever get relegated from the Premier League and go back into the league what is now League One. It's humiliating. Have Swindon ever properly recovered from that point? Because back then, before 93, we were an established championship club. We were rubbing shoulders with your Wolverhampton Wanderers, your Derby Counties and your West Broms. We were just about as big as them. They were no better than us. You know, we were giving them as many problems as they give us. And now we're a joke. We're a small, as Rich says, tiny little League Two club because of that sliding doors moment. If that penalty had not gone in and Leicester beat us, then our whole past, our history might have been completely different. We might have had different owners. The club would have been a lot more and better positioned to get promoted. Holland wouldn't have fucked off to Chelsea and left us right in their shit. Coldwood wouldn't have fucked off to um, Tottenham and left us in their shit. We started with a weaker team in the Premier League than we did in the Championship. We just simply weren't ready. Um, so it wasn't worth it, was it? And now look at us. We're League Two because of that busted penalty. David Ellery, you're a twat. <laughs> Nice finish. Ben, nice finish. Ben, that's not defending the in indefensible. That's talking quite a lot of sense, actually. Ben has basically Ben has basically explained why it gets on my nerves when people talk about when we were the highest, when we were in the high times of the Premier League. Ben has basically done that description for me. <laughs> sorry, lads. I loved it though. <laughs> yeah, sorry, lads. Fantastic. Nick, go on then, mate. Okay, right. This is for all the old gits around. Don Rogers never worked, never even got his shorts dirty in a shitty Wembley. Everybody else was absolutely plastered in mud. What was Rogers? Strolled about. I mean, a Don Rogers statue, you're having a laugh. Uh, Anton Rogers was a far better player than the Don. I mean, come on. Let's. Let, I think you've just got mixed up. You've, you've got your wires crossed. I mean, what a player Anton was. You've never seen such a... I mean... Did you see that free kick he scored? I mean, that was absolutely amazing. Don Rogers wouldn't get anywhere near that. I mean, he couldn't even hit a ball. I mean, somebody said he had a left foot and a right foot. Well, I think they're tied together most of the time because he couldn't run. I mean, it, oh, man. It, it, I mean, watching the team in the 70s was so painful. It, it was like, give it to Trollope for Christ's sake. At least Trollope could do something. Rogers, he, he was a nightmare. So, Anton Rogers, every time above the Don. 
Fucking brilliant. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> oh I do love oh. this game. Nick, that was outstanding, mate. Absolutely fair play to you, mate. Absolutely fantastic. Oh, try uh try beating that. Uh go on then. Uh we'll finish with you actually, Craig. Go on then, Woody. Go go for yours first. Wow, Charlie Austin's reunion. Hey, let's talk about reunions. And I'm gonna take you back to November 2006, lads, uh, with a family reunion when Mr. Paul Sturrock decided to bring in the shining light that was Blair Sturrock. Now, this guy, this guy, never mind Charlie Austin and his fucking falling outs with manager. We're talking Blair Sturrock recovering from a fucking groin injury and then coming in and playing for us. Six goals! Six goals Blair Sturrock scored in 50 games. Now, I'll tell you what, Charlie Austin ain't doing that, is he? All right, and let's talk about the importance of those goals. Normally, we're 2 0 up and they're brought on in the 91st minute. There is no more important goal than rubbing the fucking salt in the wounds when Blair Sturrock scores in the 92nd minute against you, lads. I'll I, I tell you what, I think there's no comparison. In fact, I'll bring him back now. What is he now, like 87? I'll bring him back right, right now. In fact, fuck it, bring Paul Sturrock back in as well. Paul Sturrock, Blair Sturrock. Let's just, let's just have them both again, lad. That is a reunion we've all been waiting for. And whilst we're at it, David Duke, get him in an error as well. We'll have David Duke, blessed. Just put them two up front, okay? Fuck Charlie Austin, man. Fucking Charlie Austin. He should, I'll tell you where he needs to go. Back to bloody Kinsbury Rangers or wherever it was he started out. That's where, that's that's the reunion that we want to see. Him at Kinsbury Rangers in the Hellenic and Wiltshire League or whatever. You know, yeah. Blair Sturrock is the man. He is the one. If we get if we sign him again next season for a real reunion, okay, we're winning League Two. Oh, uh, well done there, Woody. Get nice the one. dream team back, Woody. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. The Starrocks. Oh god. I'm so oh, that's brilliant. I'm a rich cat cope with this. <laughs> yeah, that was absolutely fantastic. Oh dear. Go on Craig's then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um Go on then, Craig. Finish us off with round two. Oh, he's gone. Oh, no. Oh, he's gone. He's gone. He's, he's gone. not having it. He's not having it. Oh, <laughs> what was Craig's we'll one? What was Craig's one? I can't remember. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, give him a minute. He will be back. Let's give yeah, him a minute. he'll be back. He'll be back. He'll be back. Um, he said he'll be back in five. So, I don't oh, know if you want to... Oh. Okay, go on then. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll come back to... We can always uh, go back to him. Yeah, we can go yeah, back yeah, to him. We'll, we'll like, he can like, do two yeah, in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, cool. Right then. Okay, round three, boys. Off we go. So we move on to round three and the generic football round. Uh, Rich, for you, I would like you to defend the fact that after their recent success in the Europa Conference League, West Ham are now undoubtedly unquestionably the biggest team in London. As for you, Craig, I know you're a stickler for rules and regulations, so I would like you to defend the fact that VAR is a tried, tested and proven success story. Woody, uh, you're going to kick off some of the stuff that we'll be talking about for the rest of the summer as you defend the fact that the Lionesses stand absolutely no chance in the upcoming World Cup because the Euros was just a fluke. Nick, you're a man of experience and uh, and know-how and knowledge. So I would like you to defend the fact that the football of today, what the fan is served up, is considerably better 
than anything that was served up between the 60s and the turn of the millennium. And finally, you, Ben, uh, no straightforward one for you. Defend the fact that Michael Owen is, in fact, a world-class pundit. Oh, brilliant. Did anybody take note of Craig's one there, by the way? Why, well, I, I saw it as I, I was trying to write it, and then he said my name afterwards, so I was writing mine down when he said it. But his was oh. why VAR is the way, is it why VAR is the way yeah, forward? Why or, yeah, why VAR. Yeah, yeah, that was it. And, and he's, he, back. he's back, anyway. He's back, sweet. Yes, Ooh. sorry sorry about that, guys. I, <laughs> I'd asked um, I'd, I'd asked my wife, I'd messaged my wife to bring down my laptop charger because my battery was dying, and she unplugged the router <laughs> by mistake. Oh, no. So, <laughs> so that's, that's what I was now I've got a load of irate children that, that, that are upset because their um, tablets aren't working. So, oh, so yeah, it's all, all I feel that pain, mate. Oh, I'd, be, yeah. I'd be the same. That's me every yeah. time whenever I'm working, my parents took out the Wi-Fi or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, uh, Craig, we've all got our ones for uh, round three, but you haven't done your round two yet. So um, do you want to do your round two? Yeah, um, it was um, it was um, Sheridan, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, God, I miss um, Shazabor. I do. I mean, it was um, yeah. I, I, I think you know some, something's got to be said for continuity, isn't there? Continuity is a good thing, and we haven't had continuity for a, a long time. And if we'd have had that, if he'd have carried carried on. We'd have bounced straight back up. I have no doubt about that whatsoever. Could you imagine someone like Sheridan with his personality, managing personalities like Harry McCurdy? Them two would have got on like a house on fire, wouldn't they? It would have been absolutely brilliant. I reckon (laughs) Harry McCurdy would have scored 35-plus goals under Sheridan. Easy. And we'd have been in the automatics. He's a man motivator. He gets on well with the fans and... um, yeah, he's absolutely. He was absolutely brilliant. Criminally underrated. He he, he was in, in his time at, at Swin, Swindon Town, um, and you know, in, in he he was good. You know, you bring in a lone player, he'd bench him for the rest of the season just to prove a point. That's how good a manager he he was. And um, yeah, yeah, I, I think it's a disgrace as well that he's not not in management. And if it doesn't work out with Flynn, I think we should give Shez, Shez a call. Absolutely, Shezza. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, Fantastic. Um, just uh, obviously, uh, so we won't go straight into your round three one yet, uh, Craig, but I'm not sure if you probably didn't catch it. Um, so yours is basically, so you've got to defend why VAR is so good. Right. So okay. That, that's that, that's it, round. yeah. Okay, all right. That's your round three. So yeah. um the other boys have got all theirs, so we will start this time with uh, Nick. Do you want to go first on your one, mate? Yeah, I, I, I can do that. Now, yep. as, as people know, I've, I've been about a long time watching football, and, and the football in the team we had in the 70s was absolutely dire rubbish. In, in, I mean, it was so bad we'd have 20,000 people in the county ground watching it. I mean, what the hell were they thinking? Obviously, life was just so simple in those days. There was nothing else to do. I mean, if you, if you imagine <laughs> if they played the football that we play now of actually passing the ball from one player to another and then back to that same player and then back to the same player again, I mean, we'd be getting 
the county ground would be absolutely rammed with people because it's so good. I mean, there would be no clog. I mean, there's no clogging nowadays. I mean, back in the day, if a player walked, you know, went two yards forward, he'd have his ankles wrapped and he'd, and, but did anybody get sent off? I mean, the refereeing was terrible. The whole setup was terrible. Now, if a player falls over, it's a red card. Absolutely right. So it should be because that's the way football is nowadays. It is so much better. The quality is great. And, it, and it's shown by the number of people we get through the county ground and how happy every fan was all last season because it was so good and far better than anything served up in the 70s because the 70s was rubbish. Love it. Nice one there, Nick. Absolutely fantastic. Um, I'll, uh, I'll, ha- I'll go next. Um, without question, no doubt, West Ham are the best team in uh, the best team in London, the best team in Europe right now. There is nobody better than them. Nobody can sing Bowen's on fire. Your defense is terrified. Bowen's on fire. Nobody can sing that. I mean, the best part would be Danny Dyer on the pitch celebrating with Moise who got sacked by uh, Manchester a few years ago. I bet they feel silly now. They've won the bloody conference league with Moisey. Should have given them, it should have given him more time. That's what you get, Man U fans. Moise, absolutely brilliant. Fantastic. West Ham are number one. Yeah. Olymp- bringing the conference league back to the Olympic Stadium where it belongs. Nobody can ever say that. No English club can say that they've won the Europa. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Spitting facts. <laughs> Go on then, uh, Ben. Are you ready for yours? Michael Owen. Right. Okay. Uh, Michael Owen is so underrated. See, the thing about geniuses is keeping it simple. And you can't get more simple than Michael Owen. So, of course, <laughs> it, it, it's a hand I manage because he spells it out for you. Like, if, if you're slightly confused, like, like he, he comes out with genius quotes. Like, um, I think the team that scores the most goals should make a one to win this game, Jeff. And, you know, <laughs> it's just brown, brown making punditry like that. And it's just like, oh, it's so obvious. It's so obvious. Like, like the players were on goal. I think is a good chance for him to score here. He's in. He's on goal, and I didn't think that, but obviously he does. You know, and and kudos to him, and like other things as well that he's done. Like he's got a fit daughter. She's amazing. Um, yeah. So Michael Owen is one of the best punditries because he is so simple, and he spells it out exactly how it is. That's a great quote, Ben. Really good one there, Ben. Nice one. Well done, Ben. Oh, go on then, Woody. Right. Let's bring ourselves back down to reality, lads, right? England winning the Euros was an absolute fluke. We do not stand a chance in the World Cup. Germany just couldn't hit a barn door in that cup final. That's the reason we won it. That's, you know, they were shite. And we weren't as shite. Um, never mind worrying about fucking USA and other strong teams like France and Spain. We ain't getting out of the group, lads. We got fucking Denmark. Now, we know they like to upset us. 
we've got fucking China, right? We know that, you know, you can only, if, you, if you're born a woman in China, all right, you're either killed or you've got to play women's football. Um, and <laughs> don't even get me started on Haiti, lads, right? Right, we're talking about Haiti. They are fucking class, right? We ain't, we ain't getting out of the group. We aren't getting out of the group. I mean, you look at you look at the teams that we had to play to get to the roots of the final. We beat Austria. We beat Norway. We beat Northern Ireland. We beat Spain. Who the fuck is Spain? Spain don't do anything in football. And who the fuck is Sweden as well, lads? We aren't going anywhere near it. We ain't getting out of the group. Serena is a, a really overrated uh, manager. The fact that half the country can't even pronounce her name properly says it all. Okay. All right. We've got all of these injuries. I mean, to be fair, Williamson's fucking shit anyway. So I don't think, I don't know why everybody's getting so wound up about her being missing. Um, but we, we, ain't winning the, we ain't winning the World Cup, lads. We ain't getting out of the group stage. Um, it's just pointless. I won't even bother watching it. Go watch fucking paint dry or something. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Harry. That must have been so hard for you, winning. Oh, I love that. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Go on, Craig. Finish us off with round three. Okay. VAR. Right. Well, I think that VAR is the best idea since Lee Power convinced um, Sheridan to stay on after he said he would quit. <laughs> It is, it's, it's a no-brainer for me, you, you know. I, in fact, I don't think that VAR goes far enough. It should be every single decision, play should be stopped, and we should go back to the computer room and, and decide every single decision, because that way everything will work out fairly in the end. Not about whether it's a, a, an obvious mistake or I, I want the minute mistakes sorted out and, and, and everything else. In fact... Get rid of the referees and the linesmen on the pitch. Just referee it from the control from the computer room where they do the VAR. It will save on money and it will save costs, which means more money for the Premiership teams as well, because obviously they need the more money. And 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 that that'll be it. VAR is brilliant. It's going places. It's technology, and I absolutely love it. The entertainment is amazing. When a player scores a goal and he's not too sure whether to celebrate, that tension. Oh yes, it's. Brilliant stuff. It's dramatic. It's Shakespearean. Oh, I, I, I love it. I want more of it. Every In fact, every single goal should be decided by, by a VAR decision. That'd be brilliant. Can you imagine the tension in, in, in the ground? Be absolutely amazing. It's done nothing but improve the game for, for everyone in the ground and everyone who's watching, and more importantly, for everyone who's playing. And I'm sure everyone would agree with me. Oh, brilliant. Nice. I tell you what, boys, every single one so far in all three rounds, I don't think anybody's not been able to do it. I think every single one has actually been really, really good. Uh, I, I've surprised myself. I didn't think I, I was going to, I thought I was going to be absolutely crap at this. So, um, absolutely fantastic. Well done, boys. Um, so, we are now on to the final round now. And uh, Fifey will explain. We'll explain it for us. So let's go. You've made it to the final round, and I'm sure you're all warmed up now. You understand the game, and hopefully you've had a bit of a laugh. Uh, but now it's all on you um, as you pick the poison of someone else as we go head to head. Uh, remember, it doesn't have to be swing and town related. It does not even have to be football related. But you're about to pick a topic for somebody else on the panel that they have to defend. 
I'm using a random name generator. I'd like you to go in this order, please. Woody, please pick a topic for Craig. Craig, you will then pick a topic for Rich. Rich, you will then pick a topic for Nick. Nick, you're picking for Ben, and we will conclude with Ben picking for Woody. Enjoy, guys. I'm actually so glad I got Nick there. <laughs> oh great! I'm, I'm dreading. I'm dreading that I've got Woody uh, out of the four. Out of the four of you, I just know that Woody is going to be. It's yeah, it's going to be a bloody nightmare. But... Yeah, Woody's going to crucify you. Yeah. So isn't it? So isn't it? Uh, Woody's picking for Craig, and then Craig's picking for me. No. That's right. Yeah, I'm yeah, picking your right. subjects. Yeah. Cool. Well, 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 so we're not picking a subject. We got to make a subject up then. A statement yeah. then. Then basically. Yeah, yeah. Got to make. A yeah, yeah. So, like, oh, I've got you know, yours, Rich. <laughs> I've I've got Nick's already. Nick's is all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, go on then, Woody. We might as well go in the order that Fifey's given us. So, um, yeah. So wait, who's who's picking Woody's subject then? Ben, I am. Ben. All right then, Ben. Ben, have you got anything for Woody? I've got one for Woody. Go on then. The current. Uh, oh, oh, okay. WS... I doing Craig. Oh, yeah. The oh, what, who's going? Is Woody going? Oh, go on then. Woody, get uh, go for the one for Craig then. Okay. Right, Craig. Yeah. Okay. Um, Because of our awesome Tory government, you guys have recently gone on strike many, many times for what is an actual really fair deal, I think. Um, You guys are overpaid. Tell me, tell me why you guys should not need to go on strike. You don't need to go on strike. There's just no need. And basically, anybody on the picket line might as well go stand alongside Philip Schofield. (laughs) (laughs) You bastard. Um, Right. Yeah, well, I'm I'm afraid to say I I do agree, uh, Woody. Um, At the end of the day, what this country needs is um, a race to the bottom when it comes to wages. Rip them up. Earn as low as possible. You know, drag it down, drag it down. Drag it down to nurses' level. No, even lower than that. Minimum wage, what the fuck is that? No, no, no. People don't want to thrive in this country. We just want people to survive. And it's the same for us as train drivers. We just, we, we, we're too greedy. We should lower our wages, our terms and conditions. We should work seven days a week, 365 days a year, 12 hours a day. And that's what we want to do. Get rid of the unions and then we can do that. And that's what we do. Everyone should be the same. Everyone should be the same, working for as little as possible, as, as long as possible, no rest, no no um, and no recreation, anything like that. We need to do that. If you go on strike, I'm sorry, but you should be lined up against the wall and shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Craig, man. Oh, that hurt. Mate, uh, <laughs> let's hope none of your mates are watching that. You knew, you knew there was going to be a strike one, Craig. You knew yeah, 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 yeah. It, 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 was go, it was going, yeah, I, I could see it. Yeah, no. Oh, God. Right. Uh, <sighs> go on then, Craig. Right, so um, the Republic of Ireland um, football team should um, be dissolved and be incorporated into a Great Britain football team. <laughs> Do you know what, Craig? I couldn't agree with you more. What? Why? Why can't we, after 
50, 60 bloody goddamn years it has been, uh, why can't Great Britain and Ireland come together and merge as one and forget about the island? It's bloody Great Britain. We don't need Ireland in there. We can bring the players in. I mean, probably none of them will get into the damn team anyway because they're all so shit. But, you know, it's it, it's got to happen now. Fuck the war. Fuck everything that's happened with that. Let's, you know what? Let's do it. Make it happen. Make it happen. And forget all the grudges that the Irish had about bloody Declan Rice pissing off and fucking Jack Grealish. Fucking hell, we're going to be supporting them from now on. What proper geezers they are. Absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Ireland should be dissolved. They should become one as Great Britain should be just Great Britain. And none of the players will get into that damn team. I, ho- I, hope, I hope your parents can hear that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> mate. So it's all right. <laughs> oh, well done, Rich. That was good. Well done, mate. Very good. Uh, Very good. Yeah. Very good. Um, Nick, okay. So you have got to say why red wine is so shit and that you would rather just drink um, whiskey for the rest of your days. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what the thing is with red wine. I think it's all these people just trying to be posh when they're scum. I mean, <laughs> let's face it; they should be drinking whiskey in the gutter where they belong. Keep away from the red, red wine. You ain't good enough. Only posh people should drink that. You should drink it with your little pinky out and and just have a little sip. But no, what what you'd be better off doing is get the old bottle of whiskey. Get down the high street, 12 o'clock at night, lay in the gutter, glug it away. Nobody will look at you. People will just walk over you because you're the scum. Keep away from red wine. You don't know what you're doing. You ain't good enough for the glass. Keep away from it. Love it. Well done, Nick. Nice one. Well done, Nick. Nick, go on then. Lay Ben's on us. I think that's the one that we're waiting for the most. Let's go. Well, there's yours, Ben. Anybody that's on the internet and tweets more than 13 times a day is an absolute moron in a twat and should get a life. <laughs> yes. oh. oh, what a one to finish on, Nick. Well done. Oh, brilliant. Oh, we still got Woody's to come. Right. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 to come. yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, social media is basically it, it, what it does is attract morons isn't it it's people without lives and better things to do with themselves their lives like there's people out there who have notifications set out as soon as they go off we'll go immediately type away or there, there's trolls out there will immediately go out there and, and wind people up for the sake of it and uh, these people really should go up and get a life really at the end of the day you know there is outdoors there's plenty to go maybe they should go out and play with their kids sometimes you know it's um it's it's it, it, it's sad it's pathetic these are grown men doing that if they're 17 18 you know 16 17 and it's a little bit sad fair enough but some of these blokes are 43 years of age 43 <laughs> years of age and you're sat there on your phone checking out that like what is it? Torquay have just signed this kid from Rotherham on goal. It's it's 
it's just it's just it's 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 lonesome it's sad it's almost a, it's abuse it's self-abuse and it's uh it, it's something then some sort of needs to be done to these people to stop them doing it you should go off and get a life absolutely brilliant tonight absolutely fantastic right then woody last one right. of the night Finish us off. Finish us off. Right. Well then, Ben, what's Woody's? Right. The current setup at STFC Ladies is the model setup and exactly how the clubs, all women football clubs, should be run. And um, it is the way forward for the women's game. Oh, oh, oh shit. <laughs> Ben, what? That is fucking brutal. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, Ben. There's a reason I left Swindon. That's because I knew I couldn't cut the mustard. I could not cut the mustard of how good that organisation is going to be run. They ruthless is the way forward. Sack the volunteers. Sack the guys that are getting the great results. Okay, let them go off to be Cheltenham Town Reserves manager. Let them go off to be that. All right, because Swindon Town, we are going places. Swindon Town women are going places, Ben. Right? If you look at it, we are tier four. Okay. Right? Fuck your Emma Hayes. Fuck your Sampsons. Fuck all of those. Okay. Fuck Sabine, Sabrina. We are talking Mike Cook. Mike Cook is the future of women's football. Okay. Because he is going to take Swindon straight to that WSL. All right. People are going to look at us. You know why they're laughing at our men's club? Because it's not as good as the women's. That's why people are laughing at the men's club and how it's run. Because they look at it and they go, women, what a setup. Okay. No other team, no other team will tell you, all right, to weigh yourselves before preseason. And that is what's going to bring success, Ben. That is what's going to bring success. Okay. And also, we're just, you're just going to see it. You're just going to see it go up and up and up and up and up. I can tell you now, sponsorships are going to come rolling in. Okay, everybody is going to be supporting Swindon Town. Me and Rich, I tell you what, we went to watch Chelsea win the win the league in front of six thousand. Uh, uh, six thousand. That's all Chelsea could get. We're talking fucking Swindon are going to feel Wembley in five years' time. Okay, just just because it's going to be Swindon versus Man United, and it's going to, and they and the county ground won't be big enough. And I'll tell you what, it will be the fucking Clemore Fooney, Rob Angus, and Mike Cook effect that will take us there. Okay, we are going to be ah, oh, they they're going to be and 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 Mandy whatever her face is that's running the uh, the head of women's football side. Okay, we are going to be fucking sublime. There are going to be small clubs. Small clubs looking up to us. There are going to be big clubs looking up to us. Okay, we are going to be rolling in it. I'm am t- not talking millions. I'm not talking millions. I'm talking tens and tens and tens of thousands of pounds. We're going to be generating each year, Ben. Okay, people will be jealous of Swindon Town Women's Football Club. Just watch this gap. And I'll tell you what, I might even apply to go back there just for the honour of being rejected. <laughs> well done, well done, Woody. Woody. Oh, well done, Woody. Absolutely. Well done. Boys. boys honestly out of each round i couldn't uh i i could not you know i could i couldn't pick a winner out of any round because they were absolutely fantastic absolutely nailed it every single one of them um i will say though the highlight uh, f- for me i mean like i say boys everyone was so great but nick's round two was that was it his round two i think it was uh, yeah, yeah 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 don, don rogers, don rogers. Well, don rogers. Mate, Anton. 
Yeah, Anton. Oh, yeah. Oh, the fact that you that. managed to come up with Anton so quickly as well, yeah. I would never have thought that. That was class. Done well, done well. Tech Alan O'Brien was good as well, though. That yeah, was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's cracking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Absolutely yeah. brilliant, boys. Well, yeah. boys, I mean, thank you so, so much for tonight. Uh, we've got one more message here. <laughs> Probably not much. <laughs> nobody, uh, nobody, nobody gave it to it. Nobody gave it to it. Yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's I think that's one that um, Fifey might have filtered out, Rich. To be fair, to be fair, I'm not going to be alive tomorrow morning after some of the things I've said tonight. So I'm <laughs> yeah. yeah, sorry, Woody. It's all a joke. I've been watching. I've been watching Matt Rife all day. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, we wonder where the comedies come tonight then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, um, honestly, boys, thank you so much. Obviously, uh, um, I've obviously filled in for Fifey. Like I said, it was only for tonight. Um, Fifey will be back, as usual, on Monday. But um, I thank you all so much for tonight. Absolutely brilliant game of Defend the Indefensible. And, um, you know, we will let everyone go to bed a little bit nice and early tonight. Uh, as we've managed to do this within 90 minutes, guys. So, absolutely. So, uh, it's an early one for our fans, but also an early one for the Force. So, absolutely I feel, happy. Day. I, feel, I feel we should have a disclaimer as well, Rich, for anybody who's watched tonight's episode, that these aren't the thoughts and opinions of Force Rushing or anybody in STFC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you say that you say that, Woody. (laughs) These are also (laughs) also aren't the thoughts of a train driver who's recently been going on strike. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) let's get that clear as well. Yeah, yeah. Are you sure? Are you sure that uh, Nick? doesn't like red wine. I'm pretty sure Nick doesn't like red wine. No, 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 and he hates stuff. I don't like it. I have to get rid of it so quick. (laughs) Yes, pour it on the sink. Yeah. Yeah. You were too kind to him, Rich. It's right well, well, done. Really. well done for presenting tonight, Rich, as well. Yeah, yeah well done, Rich. Well, done. Yeah, well, I mean, like I say, uh, I'm, I'm waiting for the contract from Fifey now uh, for my for my pay rise. So um, I, I should be on probably Craig and Woody's level now, um, seeing as they've uh, presented more shows than me. But I think I've matched everyone now so um yeah that should be me on the same pay level as you guys now so fingers it's crossed right. it's all right rich because we ain't getting asked a gig again when people watch this episode back a bit bad, <laughs> yeah. So. yeah yeah <laughs> mate we'll, we'll, we'll take our p45 we'll take the redundancy money mate honestly we'll have to we'll have to but um every from everyone here at force rushing thanks for tuning in and we will see you next week thanks so much hope you enjoyed it and have a stellar weekend. Okay. See you again. Bye bye now.